Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. sun out this morning. It's completely dark everywhere. Dark outside, dark in front of me. There's only uh, little spots of light in front of my face. Oh God, oh this is horrible. I can feel all of the hope draining out of me. Hey everybody, this is Cloak and Jabber, a Cloak and Dagger podcast. I'm Alex. We accidentally are broadcasting our show from inside the Cloak, the Cloak universe. What are we doing? It's difficult. (laughs) We're facing our fears and learning a hell of a lot about ourselves. I'm an empty void of a human. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And as mentioned, you're listening to Cloak and Jabber, a Cloak and Dagger podcast. We're going to be talking about Rabbit Hold, the latest episode of the show. Um, this is fun. Well, Very fun. <laughs> it's not Rabbit Hole. It's Rabbit Hold. Rabbit Hold. So yes. you are a holding I, rabbits. Did I not pronounce the... No, you pronounced it correctly. I'm just... It's weird to me because it kind of feels like we go down a rabbit hole in this episode, and I'm wondering if there was some weird licensing thing, then why would they wouldn't just call it <laughs> rabbit hole yeah. they instead of rabbit license. hold? Like, I'm going to hold on to this rabbit, which is an expression that nobody uses. No, the rabbit hole has been licensed by, <laughs> <laughs> by uh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, oh, it's oh. nice. Get it? Yeah. yeah because uh. they're called the Warren. All right, let's move to my favorite section of the show. This is where our New Orleans correspondent, Brett Macris, yes. weighs in with a bunch of notes about the previous episode. Uh, the, so these Macris. are notes not for this episode that you guys are uh, we're going to be talking not about. Not the a little hold bit. of the rabbit? No, this is for episode yeah, three. He'll come back with a lot of real rabbit hold uh, deep dive next. This is great. Yeah, definitely, Brett, let us know what's going on with the rabbits down in New Orleans. Yep. Uh, tell us about the rabbits, Brett. Tell us about the rabbits. This is for episode three. <laughs> Uh, the doc's mention of the North Shore in the beginning when studying the twin mice is interesting. The North Shore is something only locals would understand. It's the North Shore of Lake Pontchartrain, which, to be honest, is very rednecky. And if you said you were from the North Shore, you'd immediately be identifiable. Like if someone told you you were from Jersey City, Staten Island, or Rochester, you kind of knew. What? You- what? Brett Macker's taking a shot at me right now? I think he is. Wow. Shots fired. Wow, dude. Don't come at the rock, Brett Macris. Wow, I don't know. Yeah, I know. Otherwise, the rock's going to what? Roll over you. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, you kind of knew <laughs> they were from there when before they even told you. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that, but we already knew you were from the fucking North Shore. <laughs> Maybe not always applicable for mice, but if I spent more time with mice, I could probably tell which mouse was from the North Shore and which one wasn't. I'd love to know where the SRO Hotel is where Mayhem lives, asking for a friend. The hotel may exist, but that's not common. Nola is in Vegas with rooms for rent hourly. Maybe because I'm old and out of touch, but I doubt it. 
Uh, so the former priest, wow. this is Father Delgado, drunk on the soapbox is not on Bourbon Street, but on Royal Street, right in front of Pirate's Alley next to Touchdown Jesus. It's right next. I want to know more about that. Yeah, Touchdown um, Jesus? Touchdown yeah. Jesus! <laughs> yeah, is that a Jesus who plays football, or what's going on there? Let us know. Jesus scores again. Oh, <laughs> he keeps scoring. Uh, he just scored the once, right? And that's... Oh, man. What? I don't know. Oh, Technically, man. that's... Okay. No. It's right next to the St. Louis the Cathedral. There's a statue of Jesus. Oh, here we go. In the middle, I should just have read. You it should have just kept yeah, reading. Yeah. There's a statue of Jesus in the middle of the courtyard, and at night they put a spotlight on the statue, and the silhouette against the cathedral looks like Jesus announcing a touchdown. The glitter gutter strip club is made up. There are no strip clubs on Royal at all. Aww. There is a lingerie shop called Trashy Diva in front of where drunk soap priest drops to the ground, but no strip clubs. The tattoo artist who did my Batman tattoo sets up her art displays on the weekends, but no stripping. <laughs> Royal Street is mostly known for its boutique stores and local art galleries. There's plenty of awesome street performers as well. Under the fake strip club sign, you can see an iron fence. They move those fences into the street to block traffic during the day so the bands can play. You can buy a permit for specific hours of the day, and your band can perform on the street in an area set aside for those specific hours. Everyone knows Rouse's Market gets the best bands during the week. Now, Bourbon Street, the actual street, doesn't shut down to traffic until the evening. Bourbon is kind of annoying all the time, but during the day, it's just delivery trucks, and no one knows that better roaming the streets. Royal Street shuts down during the day, and Bourbon doesn't start until the sun goes down, but it's mostly tourists. That's not to say everyone shouldn't have a Bourbon Street night at least once in their life, but once you do it, there's so much more to the city to wrap yourself yes. around. This is uh, starting to sound a little like a travel brochure. Yep. But- Guys, get yourself out of the regular. Stay away from Bourbon Street. I mean, that's 100% good advice. Though. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, where Mayhem confronts the fallen priest is right in front of Pat O'Brien's, a very long-standing Irish bar. But most importantly, it's right next to Preservation Hall, a historic jazz hall. No drinking, no booze, just music. There's huh. also no AC, and during the summer, the hall is sweltering. Ooh. But people still pack the seats every night. There's large fans, but they supply little relief and plenty of cats that just hang out in the hall waiting for stray rats and mice. It's where Louis Armstrong got famous, and without being able to fully articulate how amazing this place is, it's amazing. Uh, and last little bit, Tandy and Ty are led to run down a bu- to a rundown building surrounded by dumpster fires, which seems to be a human trafficking ring. That building is on Decatur Street, right in the middle of the French Quarter. They did a great job of making it look secluded and abandoned, but I recognize that building anywhere. It's the middle of a parking lot where I parked to go see my MCU movies in the mall. I bought my Avengers tickets there. Wow. <laughs> so there you go. If you want to find a human trafficking ring, go see Avengers Endgame in theaters soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the recap for this episode. Now, the stuff that you need to know, there's Tandy, there's Ty. They have powers. Uh, Tandy has light powers. She can create daggers and also tap into people's hopes. Ty has dark powers. Uh, she can also create a Dragon Ball Z thing. Thank you. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't take you. that away from her. Okay. That's ballsy. Uh, Ty, Ty has a couple balls. of powers. Uh, he can teleport. He can also hook into people's fears. And as we found out recently... At the end of the last season, he can also suck people inside of him. We found out a little bit more about that last episode when he sucked in mayhem and out-of-control vigilante. We'll get to more about her in a second. Got sucked into the cloak. Uh, She wandered through his cloak, found an abandoned gas station, and in it was her dead boyfriend 
inside of a fridge. Now, Mayhem is actually half of Bridget O'Reilly, a detective with the New Orleans Police Department who's friends with Tandy and Ty. She technically died last season and due to some weird energy from the Roxxon Oil Corporation, same energy that gave Tandy and Ty their powers, she ended up splitting in two. One of them is unable to shoot straight, is very meek, very scared. The other one is Mayhem, uh, this vigilante with super strength uh, and super sharp nails. Uh, she Mayhem has been playing on Tandy a little bit and trying to turn her to her side. Yep. Ty, not for that, hence uh, cloaking her. And t- Tandy has been sort of uh, into it a little yes. bit. Yes. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, they've gotten a little bit back and forth. One of the big things that Ty has been dealing with is he was framed for the murder of Detective Connor, uh, excuse me, for uh, Bridget's boyfriend by Detective Connor last season. Detective Connor is a corrupt cop. He is the first person that Ty cloaked, took inside of him. He wasn't able to clear his name because Detective Connor was inside of his body or wherever he went. His cloak. He's inside his cloak. Inside his cloak. Uh, Inside his tummy. Nope. Is that fair? No, and it's yeah. She's hiding in the pocket. Yeah, yeah. Like a little mouse. Uh, and the other thing that you should probably know about Tandy is that Tandy's father was abusive. She had held him up to a very high standard her entire life because he died when she was very young. But it turned out she, she actually hit her mom a bunch. It was not such a great guy. Yes. So, she had a very difficult time facing that. Exactly. Uh, and also, uh, Ty has not seen his parents in a very long time, and his parents split up because he was on the run and hiding out. That seems to have broken up their relationship. Oh, yes. man. So, that said, let's jump into the episode. Yeah. We got into uh, dealing with the aftermath of absorbing mayhem. Right yeah. The game. Yes. And Tandy and Ty are talking about it. And uh, you know they're they're not talking nicely. Yeah, Tandy and Ty are talking. It's uh, they're it's fighting. Yeah. They're fighting about it. Yeah, Tandy Ty talking tense. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tandy all about trying to get mayhem back for her own personal agenda. Well, hold on a second. The first there, Tandy's like, "Hey, dude, I thought we told each other things." And I yeah. think I understand why she said that. But their whole thing is not telling each other things, yeah. right? But they, they reached a new understanding. I mean, there's been a couple of right. months there where they have been friends. They've had movie nights. They've been hanging out. Yes. So as viewers, we didn't get to see a lot of that. But I do think that has happened where they had a new understanding. And even last episode, Tandy was like, "Hey, there's something I got to show you. I can uh, Hadouken uh, check yeah. this out. I figured yeah. this out." Uh, and then she finds out that Ty has this cloaking thing that he hasn't just mentioned. It also was in the middle of a confrontation between the two of them where they weren't really agreeing on things towards the end of the episode. Yeah. So I think Tandy is very thrown by that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What they quickly realize is they need to get Mayhem back. They need to get Mayhem out of there to figure out what's going to on. To rescue these girls that were kidnapped. Yes, exactly. Which I don't really believe. They can, really? They can move on without Mayhem. They don't have, Mayhem knows where they are. She's the one who has the information they need. And Tandy's like, yo. Yo, but they have the detective. They can bring her into the room and be like, hey, figure this shit out. The, the problem, though, is that Bridget doesn't know what's going on at this point. Yeah. She is the weaker part between her and Mayhem. So she's still the same person. To, she's not. But they don't share information between right. their brains. Right. Like, but we're sort of the, the same. They used to be the same person. Yeah, show even a shell of yourself should be able to look at the moves that she made. We're the same person, and I don't understand you at all. <laughs> we are not. Not the yeah, same. Yeah, by person. the way, uh, that was pretty gross when you guys died and fell in that. Uh, yeah. Toxic yeah, oh, waste. Pete and I, we should say Pete and I are sort of one of us is mayhem and one of us isn't. <laughs> Guess <laughs> which. And uh, we split, I don't know what, seven, eight years ago. We both lived separate lives. I would say 13 years ago. We but come all right. together and do this podcast. Yeah. 
So uh, the thing that they decide to do is uh, Tandy is going to figure out how to get Mayhem back. She wants to get inside of Ty, inside of his, uh, again, they still don't use the word dark force, but I think it's easiest to call it that. That's from the comics. Um, And they realize they could do that by making Ty scared. So she confronts him with her light daggers. She's throwing light daggers at him. She's basically throwing truth bomb after truth bomb at him. It was painful to watch, man. It was so hurtful and mean. It was... I know she was doing it to scare Ty, but that was rough. Also, she is upset about the whole Connors thing, uh, her uh, yeah. being inside of his Well, because cloak. he kept that secret as well. Yeah. That's another yeah. huge secret. Yeah. He's known this entire time where Connors is. Yeah. She's trying to help him. She's been trying to help him yeah. uh, figure out what's been going on with Connors so she can clear his name, but he's been inside of his tummy the entire time. And not know? his yeah. tummy, his cloak, you asshole. That's same difference. No. It's a fucked up tummy. Yeah. Guys, there's a difference between a cloak and a tummy. I don't think so. Nope. Yeah. So Tandy finally does Stomach's open him up. A... Uh, the smoke comes out, and she walks inside of a tie and finds herself in the dark force. I mean, uh, they pretty quick. This is a pretty big dis- choice for them to make. Like, yes. they could easily die. Like, there's no way. They... I was really surprised that they went with this decision. They have no idea if they if anyone can come back out of tie, yeah. and yet they're just like. Let's yeah, do I'll this. walk in there. I have light, so I'll be able to see in complete darkness. Well, the good news is that when she gets inside, she finds a pile of pennies, which is great. Yes. Oh, man. Because I will say, leave a pe- find a penny, pick it up. Uh, all day, you'll have good luck. Leave a penny, find a penny, let it lay. Bad luck, you'll have all day. Uh, nice. Yeah, she yeah, I, leaves a lot of pennies there. Yeah, she left a lot of pennies behind. I was going to say, cloak is the ultimate. Give a penny, take it. <laughs> you leave a penny in cloak. And so eventually it'll come back to you. <laughs> Not necessarily. Uh, but like she goes inside. Like making a wish. And there is a, a huge revelation that happens almost immediately when she gets there. She finds the gas station, gets over to the gas station, uh, and there's a little boy there. And the little boy turns out to be St. Peter, Yeah, I think. And this was, which I was is like, what? <laughs> crazy. Like, uh, listen. But we, also it was like Papa something, which has also been in the comics before. Papa Poutine? Not Papa Poutine. Oh, okay. Papa That's Riverdale. no, no, no. It was Papa like Papa Papadopoulos from Webster. <laughs> wow, <laughs> the fact that you have that in your lexicon <laughs> kind of really blows my mind. Pete, I'm the part of it. It was like a Papa we, Midnight or something that's like famous with. Yeah, kind I think of it was like, Papa sure. Midnight. Yeah, yes. I think when we split, I took a lot of the pop culture and information. <laughs> well, whatever it is, he's saying he's a gatekeeper. All of right. those characters, yes. all, yeah. characters, all of those uh, figures in culture, in religion, are gatekeepers, and that's essentially did, what he's saying. Did but you think it was actually Saint Peter? Or he was just saying that as like, I don't know yeah. because they name are dropping a lot of people though. They are called the divine pairing, right? Yeah. I don't know if they're technically the divine pairing anymore, but they're certainly not even religious undertones, but literal overtones there yeah. to that naming. So if they are leaning into religion more, there it might make sense to me that they did kind of introduce Saint Peter in the Dark Force. Well, then, no. the, that's a gateway to heaven. Isn't St. Peter the one at the gate? I don't know. Well, this is whatever this show's take on the afterlife is. I mean, maybe that's what he is. Maybe that's what the Dark Force is here, is a purgatory, essentially. To me, it felt like it was less an actual St. Peter and more what ties take sort of like the sort of big, deep philosophy take of uh, Ty's personality. See, I don't know. So you thought, this is actually the bigger question about the episode, because most of the episode, Tandy spends wandering around and counting various things and people and whatever inside of the dark Collecting pennies. Collecting pennies. Uh, But it it wasn't 100% clear if this was only inside of Ty or they're tapping into something greater. Yes. And I tend to think it's the latter. 
Really, that's I guess what we'll see. I was thinking it was the former. I think it's it's all tie. But then there's so, as Tandy is wandering through, uh, she does encounter mayhem. Just to kind of speed through this a little bit, yeah. She encounters mayhem. She finds mayhem. Uh, they clash a little bit, but eventually, not exactly team up, but wander through together, try to figure out what's going on there. They find a record store, and it's full of Tandy's memories. Right. Yeah. Um, also, which is something that I. I Hold on one second, which I don't think Ty would have. Like, they've shared things, but Ty would not have those in the same way. So what I took away from that is similar to last season where they were both able to access the same memories and same places using their powers in different ways, there's almost the central maybe nervous system that connects everybody's psyches that they're able to access. So when she's going inside of Ty, she's not actually in his tummy. She's in this area, this purgatory, this other dark force dimension. It's upside down of some sort. Yes. Um, One might say. She kind of brings her deal to that. Uh, But also, I'd just like to point out real quick, the Mayhem kind of had a sweet moment where she was like, I wanted to team up with you early, and you weren't into it. Uh, which was kind of a cool, you know, referencing the comic team-up, classic fun. But uh, also was bothering me that Ty had his phone on fucking vibrate. You know, he's in this big fight. His parents' house is getting stormed. You know, the clock is ticking. If he would have just had his phone on. on. Well, let's talk about Ty's stuff in a second. Let's go through Taddy's stuff and kind of But that's the most important part. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you skipped right over that whole part of like, we have guys, don't keep your phone on vibrate when you're a superhero. All right. You know what? You're right. While we were talking about Taddy's plotline, we didn't skip ahead to the (laughs) middle of uh, Ty's plotline. Well, it started to ring before. It started to ring before she went into the cape. All right. So. it's a cloak. Uh, it's, the <laughs> it's a tummy. <laughs> um, I, I, I hear your take that it's like a, a tapping into a larger world, but I, for me it feels like more her memories are there because they have a shared universe. When, uh, when Tandy and Ty um, got the their powers when they were when the, they, the divine pairing, they became this uh, massive, they became this power onto itself and uh, sort of a, a, their own dimension in a way that but, they can... I would into. say that we saw Connor's kind of world, and in his world, there's all these ponchos and hoods because he's scared of the cloak. So, uh, like, if he's in there in his own kind of purgatory, I don't think that has anything to kind of do with Ty and Tandy. I think he just got those ponchos out. Do you think he brought a bunch of ponchos in with him? Yeah, yeah. he's like, hey, um, would you mind stopping by a sporting goods store? <laughs> it might be rainy inside yeah, just, of you. They're in a mall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just Ty was walking along, and he's like, oh, I got a real hankering for punches. <laughs> Started <laughs> eating a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's probably Satisfaction. It. So they do get to this record store. Uh, they check out the records. They're all memories that Tandy had. This was cool. I, I thought this was well It done. was great. Yeah. Uh, we also got, I'm not 100% sure, but I think it was uh, almost every episode, and definitely every episode of the season, we've had uh, Olivia Holt or, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who plays Cloak uh, singing songs over yeah. themselves. I think this is Olivia Holt doing a uh, cover of Hit Me Baby One More Time. Great. Oh, wow. Which, fantastic cover. Super creepy because it's super her. Super slowed down. Super slowed down. It's her as a baby. It's Tandy seeing herself as a baby, but also with her parents. And, of course, her dad hit her mom. So there's a lot of stuff going on there with yeah. that cover, which isn't just like, Oh, isn't this fun? A Britney Spears cover. Um, that's what I love about the show, how layered every single choice that they make. I it did is. not notice that. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they like go for it. 
They yeah. do not shy away from confronting these issues and being like, nope, this That's, happened to these characters, so it's yeah. part of the lexicon that we're going to touch on whenever we need to. Which I appreciate about the show. Yeah. yeah. So she's going through the memories to try to figure out what's going on and just getting angrier and angrier and breaking all the records. Um, eventually, they get away from that part, and Mayhem does, in fact, find Connors there. As yeah. you mentioned, inside a bunch of ponchos. They've noticed them earlier. He's there. He's got a nice beard, sweet beard. Because he's been it's there a for months. Beard. You know, yeah, when you've been... Beard. What was he eating? Was he eating pennies or what's going on? Yeah, huh. if you suck uh, on pennies, yeah. They... He was about to take a, a breathalyzer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to pass it. Yeah. So he did suck on a penny, which yeah. doesn't not work. Yeah. And Mayhem immediately uh, takes a, what's it, carabiner? Uh, yeah. And hangs him. Yeah. Which... Yeah. Seemed aggressive. Well, they are in a mall, so they have carabiners. So sure. yeah, yeah. Beaners, uh, and we... Teddy comes over. Is like, what are you doing? Is get away from him. You got to stop this. Uh, and we'll get back to this moment in a second because yes. some other stuff happens. Let's jump over to the time moment and eventually get to that crucial phone <laughs> ringing Thank moment you. that we Jesus touched on earlier. Christ. Now, Ty's plot line, while uh, Tandy is wandering around in his tummy, uh, he goes at what. Cloak, you asshole, not tummy. Uh, do you I think don't know. he's taking the stakes away from it by saying the word tummy? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. He's a grown man who says that word regularly. <laughs> yep. Tummy. Or tummy. Yeah, that's not well, what it is. Stop tummy. having fun. Get to the fucking point. I don't right. say the word tummy. I say <laughs> you a lot just of words. Said it. Only because he did. I don't. And not, not am I ever like my tummy. Oh, let me put this food in my tummy. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna what, do you, what do you say instead? Stomach. Tum, stomach. Tum, tum, stomach. Tum. Yeah, <laughs> I say food box. <laughs> uh, so Ty's plotline. He ends up tracking down his mom and revealing himself uh, to her. She's shocked. She's scared. Well, and he does that because his family's being threatened. Right. Uh, they, because they Bridget calls him and says, "Hey, they have your address." Yeah. They've, and they've uh, one of the kind of kids from that sting operation. Uh, and all the girls uh, recognize your poster, and now they're coming after you. Yeah. yeah. And one thing family. we should say also, um, when uh, Tandy first went into Ty, she, there was this like, vending machine sort of thing. Yeah, she uh, gave up And she powers. gave up her powers, and uh, the St. Peter, uh, the fun-sized uh, Ty, mm-hmm. I believe she calls him yep. later, um, uh, she, he gets a, she gets a coin, and she loses her powers while she's in there. And on the flip side is uh, on one cloak. side of the, is a one of her light daggers, and the other side is a cloak because they are inexorably linked. So they if both she doesn't lose have powers, he doesn't, doesn't have powers, powers right. which plays into Ty's side a lot. And we also find out the rules, which is as long as she doesn't use her powers, she can stay in there. Uh, also, uh, two need to come out at the same time, so she yeah. knows she needs to grab Mayhem get them both out or neither of them are getting out of the cloak. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, Ty goes to rescue his mom. She's shocked. She's upset. Um, they have a very emotional reunion. Yeah. Uh, and then also yeah. her, his mom is a badass. You know, she steals a car, uh, yeah. you know, is able to kind of, uh, uh, you know, get them out of trouble, which was great. And then it was really upsetting as they're trying to walk away from a cop and Ty's having a temperature trap. Don't push me around. So the cop's like, hey, what are you doing? Because Ty was being a dick instead of being like, okay, I, you know, I, maybe I'm upset about some things, but this isn't the it's time stressful. to lash out. Have you ever been in that situation? Yeah. Where your friend is running around in your tummy and it makes your tummy a little upset? He does keep grabbing his tummy. I want to mention throughout the entire episode, he's kind of like, well, I have a little upset tummy. No, he does not. No, he's an adult. He doesn't have a yeah, tummy. He yeah. has a stomach. Oh, okay. He has a little bit of a stomach ache. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are not- the worst person. <laughs> 
He's not a gummy bear. He doesn't have yeah. a tummy. He's not bouncing around here and there and everywhere. Mm, good point. Good point. Uh, so they do manage to get away from the cops briefly, and the, then they're attacked by one of those guys uh, from the gang. It's a young kid. He's Now, scared. they're on a, a trolley thing, which I'm looking forward to Brett Macris's take on that, and hopefully yeah. he doesn't have to rip a beautiful city like Rochester to be able to uh, tell us the story. No, Rochester's too stupid to have trolleys. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fucking <Just> asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's not all right, real. Next, next order of business for the Rochester uh, <laughs> city government, the trolley problem, by which we mean how how do we trolley? <laughs> uh, what is it? It's like a car, but you can't turn it? <laughs> I don't know. Not for Rochester. Yeah. Uh, Back to you... our garbage place. <laughs> <laughs> they should really do a sequel to Cloak and Dagger and send it to Rochester, I think. Yeah. Oh, great. Dumb and Dumber. Oh, <laughs> come on, man. I have no. I mean, I'm from Syracuse. You, you live right there, man. But Syracuse, it's the same place. It's a rival city to Rochester. Oh, Obviously, it's not much a better. The Salt City, oh, uh, big ridiculous. time spot. Fuck Rochester. Yo, fuck you, man. <laughs> uh, but Syracuse is a more of a metropolis. Listen, yeah. these are all great points, but just to bring it back to the episode of TV that we're talking about. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, so uh, Ty ends up confronting one of these thugs. Um, they knock the gun out of his hand. But it's a little too late. Ty can't cloak out ostensibly. I think the idea is because Tandy gave up her powers. He also gave up his powers. Yeah. Uh, because they are, as you mentioned, flip sides of the same coin. Uh, he can't get out of there. He can't get away from the cops until what happens is that there is a big uproar happening in the Dark Force. They uh, end up cloaking back into the church. And two people fall out. Tandy falls out. Ty falls out. Uh, Ty has cloaked back there. Uh, and they realize the other person they brought back is not, in fact, Mayhem. It's actually Connors, Connors. Yes. who escapes out the window of the church. Right and away. Tandy is like, oh, my God, what did you do? What did you do? What, what's happened? And that's how we end the episode. Yeah. But Mayhem still trapped inside still Ty's inside. stomach. Is that better, no. you guys? That makes more cloak. sense. Yes. Why won't you say cloak? No, it's a, it's a peacoat. <laughs> uh, and Connor's on the loose And Ty, having been surrounded by the SWAT team Clearly in even more trouble than he was before at this yeah. point But what I like about this a lot is that um, With Connor's out, now there's an avenue to... Uh, to redeem, to redeem Ty, to, Ty. to yeah. clear him from murdering the cop. Uh, but also, Connor's first thing he's going to do is be like, oh, finally a non-penny meal. Very excited. Yeah, about exactly. That. He's probably going to get some dimes or nickels, want to eat some. Yeah, really treat himself. Yeah. Oh, man, a nickel? Yeah. Quarter. Ooh, meaty. Ooh. I love it, especially mm-hmm. when you've been eating pennies all week. I mean, that's yeah. what's inside a quarter pounder. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of quarters. Yeah. <laughs> That's, we all know that. Yeah, we all know. <laughs> I've been trying to stay away from pennies. They're a little starchy, you know. Yeah, I, <laughs> get, to what stick you, with I get what you're saying. Uh, anything else you want to say about this episode? I know we rushed through some parts of it a little bit. Any other things that particularly jumped out at you or well, you liked? What was just upsetting is, uh, you know, you think their relationship has gone in such uh, great lengths. We kind of took a couple steps back with this episode, which is a little heartbreaking that uh, they're still kind of not trusting each other. Uh, I just love this show from top to bottom every week. Like they do such a good job of uh, having a superhero story unfold in front of us, but also just touching on so many interesting moments. It's made in an an interesting way and they don't, spell everything out for you. They treat you, you like you're a, a very smart viewer, and I love that about this show. I agree, too. And visually, also, I, I just wanted to call out the way that they set up the Dark Force. It looks like a set, 
but I love that. Like, I love yeah. how it does feel so sparse. It's lit so well throughout. It's it, lit. Yeah, it's lit. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. This episode only, Cloak or Dagger? Who won the episode? Justin, going to you first. Ooh, tough call. Gonna have to give it to Dagger. Uh, I thought um, her exploration of both herself and uh, Ty inside the um, the amazing trench coat was uh, was cool. Yeah. What about you, Pete? I'm gonna have to give it to Ty's mom. I thought she did an amazing job of like holding things down while Ty was kind of being a little little bitch. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm also going to go with Dagger. She did a great job running around in Ty's tummy, giving him a little bit of a tummy ache. Oh, um, stop it little tummy saying what? Rumble in the tummy. No, she was really good at this episode. Uh, her reaction to everything that was going on with her memories and everything that she's going through. Uh, we didn't even touch on the moment where she looks in the mirror and sees oh, all yeah. the different oh, yeah. versions of cool. herself. So cool. Very cool visually. Very interesting that Mayhem does not see anything in the mirror. Yeah. She doesn't really exist. She is... One of the mirror images. She's, uh, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, but I like that. I, it was a lot about Tandy becoming, uh, understanding herself and understanding who she wants to be and who she wants to become. I think that's what this season is about for her at this point. Yeah. And I like that quite a bit. The only way to understand yourself is to get inside someone else's tummy. <laughs> Uh, yum, if you'd yum, like yummy. to get inside of our tummies, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Come on uh, down and we'll rub your tummies. Pete, what do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you can learn about the amazing guests we have on our live you show. You seem exhausted. <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at comicbookclublive.com for the podcast and more. And we'll see you in the dark.